You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, Montgomery County. Morning to Lone Star on Lone Star Community Radio. We are live. Sorry for being absent. We have some big news coming your way. Let me sit down first. All right. So we'll talk about that later on the show, and I apologize again, but you are listening to Morning to Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, Worldwide, Conroe's FM, 104.5, 106.1, and, of course, Facebook Live with Morning to Lone Star. Today's show is brought to you by Conroe Coffee, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and of course, Jay Silbert for County Judge. It's too late to register to vote, vote, folks. But early voting does start on Monday, I believe. So Mm -hmm. let's keep talking. Let's keep grooving. Today's special guest at 930, we're going to have Melissa Miller for District Clerk. I hope that's right. Uh, Then at 10 a.m., we're going to have Spirits of Texas. It's a special event sponsored by the Rotary Club of Conroe, featuring Texas wines, Texas beers, uh, Texas distilled spirits and Texas Restaurant Foods on October 23rd, which is a Tuesday. I'm so smart. He's so good. But, man, welcome. Welcome to the show. And, uh, yeah, so we got some big news yesterday is um, we're shutting down the studio. What? Yeah, for two weeks. We're moving. We're transplanting to the Conroe Tower. We're going to be elevated on – for a couple of weeks, we're redoing the studio. Okay, so before the mass suicides begin, oh, geez. understand Bring that. we'll be broadcasting in the morning. Yes, we will still have our schedule. Just from we'll, a non-studio location. It will be, uh, we're working with the city right now. They're, uh, the landlord, we have new landlords, if you didn't know that here, and they are so graciously offered to help us expand. And we're going to add two, another studio to Lone Star Community Radio. So we'll have two studios. We'll have the FM studio, and then we'll have Studio B. I haven't come up with a cool name yet. I, I want to call it the back-end studio or something <laughs> like that, but uh, there's too many. Yeah. Innu- My name's already Dick, so there's too many innuendo jokes going on around Lone Star. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to have two studios. It's going to take a couple weeks, but we are going to be broadcasting live from the Conroe Tower uh, studio, and that's going to be an interesting event. I'm very excited about that. There's a lot going on with that, too. So uh, outside that, yeah. So we apologize about yesterday. I hope everything's okay with your family, and yeah. Um, sending a shout out to my uh, my brother in law Kent uh, had a has medical issue going on. Uh, family's on on the alert, but uh, sending out all my warm <sighs> fuzzies to my peeps and my fam. Wow, you know what I'm looking at. I'm looking at ticket giveaways. Can you believe it? We're giving away. It looks like four tickets. Why would it say six on? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'm so confused. Sorry. It's been kind of a crazy 24 hours for me because I, I do like the idea of saying, hey, we're going to do your studio. I'm like, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. You got to be out by Monday. <laughs> oh, okay. And I kind of look at all these wires. I'm like, there's a lot of them. And I look at my hands. And I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So, I believe I can fly. So, yeah, if you uh, listened in on Wednesday, we had some Conroe Bull Mania in the studio, and they, you know, followed up. They're going to give us general admission tickets. We have two of them, 
And there's a good, uh, there's a good price. I think it's like twenty dollar price. I think on that. But I'm holding them up, so we're giving away in pairs. If you want to, if you want a pair of tickets to uh, sun, Saturday's October twentieth Bull Mania, it starts at eight p.m. at the Lone Star Expo Center. Give me a call. Sounds on, good. On, fa- on Facebook, this message means say, I want those tickets. Bull Mania. I want those tickets. You're not gonna have them like snort like a bull or no. something like that. I mean, I, I really I want people to go, so I, I want to make it as easy as possible for people if to win these tickets. Go to Morning's Alone Star on there. Facebook. If you're watching on the video, I'm checking it right now. But uh message us or write it on the video feed. And uh there you go. So that's two tickets to the Conroe Bull Mania. You know I'm going, right? You are. Heck yeah. You know what's funny is this is when I know my reputation is getting worse and worse every time. Is uh Nathan goes, yeah, I got you uh, assigned seating. And I was like, why would you do that? He's like, because it's by the beer. I was like, oh, perfect. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's talk about weather real quick. It is 65 degrees. It's going to inch up to 79 today. Uh, A little warmer and muggier than we've been expecting, but still beautiful autumn weather. Uh, Some thunderstorms may be popping by this evening throughout the night. Uh, nothing too radical. It's only 84% humidity. Come on, makes it feel like 65 out there. And the official Lone Star weather tree outside my window lets you know that the winds are coming out of the east-northeast at 5 miles an hour. Yeah, the weather's kind of weird. It's like I can't get cold, I can't get hot. It's like in between. My body, my body temperature is. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know yeah. if I'm sick or if it's just like, I'm not committed. I think there's a lot of barometric pressure stuff going on. You know, the mercury is just kind of yeah. ripping up and down the scale. Venus there. is perfectly aligned yeah. with Pluto. It's and technical. There are isobars. And, um, I just saw that X-Files uh, episode where uh, all the planets aligned a certain way and the two girls were killing people. Oh, that's right. Well, I can't wait for when the moon is in the seventh house yeah. and Jupiter aligns with Mars because my friend Peace will guide the planet. Who sings that song? That was uh, Fifth Dimension. Okay, now it's yeah, so yeah, let's move on from that. How outside of that, you know, besides the studio, again, I'll let people know we are still broadcasting, but we will be moving. It'll be different. It's gonna look real different. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. So yeah, so we'll be inside Conroe Tower. Now that's where like that's where all the City magic Hall happens. Yeah, that's where the magic right? happens. Maybe we they wouldn't some... let me do it in City Hall. Because like, can, I, can we please do that? Like, just interrupt whatever y'all are do doing there report. and just do. Uh, well, we can just go in there and pass out leaflets and say, hey, when you're done here, come on upstairs and talk. tell people like what you did. But, uh, man, I'm a little tired. You are? Yeah. Okay, well, let's move. we made it through Friday. And any, yeah, I know. That's right. Any weekend you, you can make it to. I was hoping to vertical. see some tacos, but, you know. I, I got to... you your coffee, my young friend. Uh, that's right, because I brought you some delicious Conroe coffee. Yeah. How fortunate that they are a sponsor. That's right so up true. there with Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. And Jay Stittleberg for County for Judge. County Judge. Now he's going to be in next Wednesday, right? Yeah, I won't be. I talked to him yesterday. Yeah, I'll I'll miss that. You'll have to find someone to yeah. replace me on Wednesday. That's too bad. I won't miss it. But I can Skype in or something. Yeah, you can. I could. We do have the ability. I'll do that. I'll Skype in. We can we can give Jay a hard time. But what else is going on? Do I need to know anything? <laughs> well, as you pointed out, early voting starts on Monday, okay. and so it's already getting a. Uh, you know, people are gearing up. Uh, I actually uh, later today for a candidate for a school board candidate. We'll be shooting some videos of them to over the weekend get these videos up by Monday. Uh, getting real. Uh, later on, I want to talk. I want to talk local politics. 
or local races, I should say. But I also want to talk about my thoughts on the whole Beto O'Rourke thing. What happened? Well, it's what happened to him. Uh, he's gaining more national popularity. Is it Beto or Beta? I have no idea. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say Beta. At least it's Beta. I think beta. you were saying Beta. That's great. Gamma O'Rourke there. This is very fascinating for me to watch because I actually want to go on the record with my predictions for what's going to happen, especially in the 2024 presidential race. I, I had an epiphany this morning. Believe it or not, I was in the shower and I was letting my mind wander over the headlines. It's, sometimes yeah. that's what happens. Sometimes I sing karaoke and sometimes I, I think about, you know, headlines. And it just hit me all at once what's going on with uh -oh. the whole better of work. Uh -oh. What happened? Did he sell his soul? Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. Here's the thing. Now, as a, you know, as a Republican, I'm supposed to poo-poo everything about O'Rourke and, oh, he's stupid. I, now, personally, I don't feel that, you know, just because you can ride a skateboard makes you a good senator. If, you know, if that were the case, Tony Hawk would be senator. However... I think it's incidental. And we saw Jesse the Body Ventura actually did a good job as, as governor of Minnesota. You know, we've had Ronald Reagan, a former actor with a monkey, you know, with a chimpanzee, became a good president. So I got to step back from just the initial conservative, ah, he drives, you know, he, he's a punk band and he, uh, he rides a skateboard. You know what? That is cool. I think it has absolutely nothing to do with being a senator. But I thought this guy has gotten so much money. And everyone nationally is just loving him. He's going on Ellen DeGeneres. He's going on, not Leno, whoever, you know, everyone loves him nationally. I think this is what's going to happen. And this is my prediction. So write this down, boys and girls. This isn't a political show, though. So this better be like a conspiracy theory. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, this is my conspiracy. What's going to happen? Is he, an, is he a lizard person? Yes. No, he's being funded by AAA. We haven't talked about AAA in a very long time. Shh. Because we're trying to that what, get we're them trying off to, of us. Oh, okay. I thought we were just trying to get them as a sponsor. But in not doing that well in Texas, now, of course, there's there's fervor, and there's national fervor, and, of course, lawns. I don't know if you heard this house in Katy. They turned their lawn into a Beto sign, you know, with, with flowers and stuff like that. Well, the HOA is like, you got to take it down. The homeowners are saying, I, I'm laughing at stuff like that because, you know, not a single vote is going to be changed because somebody changes, you know, puts Beto logos and flowers on their yard but this is to me definitely gearing up that i think for beto the uh, uh, uh the senate position is irrelevant because you know yesterday he went on record saying oh when i get elected senator i'm gonna vote to impeach trump senate doesn't do that the senate can't vote to impeach it's a it's a house thing it's a lower house situation but it's, it's all the but it's, it's to a national audience you know, a Texas senator where, where, you know, Republican presidents just take it hands down. As The only reason he's going to say, I'm going to vote, you know, when you elect me Texas senator, I'm going to vote to impeach the president, is to everyone outside of Texas. So I don't think he's gearing up for a 2020 run because I have a feeling Trump, because of the economy and that America, is uh, United States is back as being the most competitive economy in the world as of this month after 10 years of not being that and so i think they're not going to waste the possibility of him so i think in 2020 they're going to get someone to to run against the incumbent run against trump but i think he's getting his war chest ready for a 2024 run now here's where the conspiracy theory comes in nikki haley said i'm not running for president in 2020 
and Nikki Haley was the is the former ambassador curtain buyer, right? Well, no, it was her predecessor under Obama that bought the curtains. They just got delivered to her. That's what the that's what the news glossed over. The thirty thousand dollar curtains had been ordered and paid for by the Obama administration for her pre, for the previous ambassador. They just got delivered when she was living there. So no, she she didn't buy the curtains. She just said, "Hey, they're here. Just hang them up." I believe she's going to be gearing. She can't run against Trump in twenty twenty. He's the presumptive nominee. So I think 2020 is going to be kind of one of those filler presidential elections. I so like Hillary Clinton again. She wants it. I I would I would I would give your left arm uh, to see Hillary. My Clinton. left arm. Oh well, yeah, I don't believe it enough for to sacrifice mine. Uh, but yeah, to have Hillary run again, just like for the for the third time, is <laughs> to say, honey, please, it, it ain't going to happen. But I mean, there will be a serious. Right, be right. a serious president. I'm really disappointed in your Beto thing. No, I no, really no. Because thought, I'm telling you, 2024, really right here, right now. I really thought you had a good. Here's the conspiracy theory that that the machinations are in place on both sides with Soros and the Koch brothers and everyone else to get a Haley O'Rourke presidential smackdown in 2024. And golly, I hope I'm alive for that because I want to see that go down. 2020 is just going to be, uh, you know, vote for... You know, it's funny to me. Thing. I was thinking about this the other day with your with the politics and stuff. Is, you know, the the vote for Hillary Clinton was kind of like it's a woman's turn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you would think that the way politics are handled when you're handling a woman, you can't... Like, I feel like it's kind of like how the world or the United States treats women where it's like respect and you don't go dirty. But then I think there was only one guy who could do it and one girl he could do it to would be... Trump and Hillary. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if it wasn't Hillary, it was some other lady, Trump wouldn't be able to do half the stuff he did. Yeah, I when mean, of came, course, like, he's he very... He a horse face, and then... Yeah, and the, <laughs> there's a point when he does that, it's like, it's you, you really didn't have it's to do It's wonderful. That. It's 9.30. We got guests coming in, guys. Woohoo! So you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Thanks for tuning in. We're on Facebook Live taking questions. Don't forget, we're giving away those tickets to Conroe Bull Mania. Presented by Demontron Auto Group. It's happening the 20th of October at uh, Lone Star Expo Center. Getting two pairs. All you, all you got to do is just message us on Facebook. If you don't have Facebook and you really want them, email us at mwls at irlonestar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star here on irlonestar.com. We'll be right back. My name is Jay Spielberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Spittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. To a deluxe apartment in the sky Move on up, on up to the sky All right, welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting live from the LSCR studios before we change it. That's right, it is Friday, the 19th of October. Early voting starts here locally in the Montgomery County area on the 22nd. Is it 22nd? Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing that like I don't know what I'm talking about. But like I said, we got a special guest coming in today. We got Melissa Miller for district clerk. We're going to learn all about that and what that entails and also how much mud can we throw at the other side. Welcome to I'm the, cage the mud sling of Lone Star in the morning. <laughs> As no Melissa, ner- no, yeah. no mudsling. Man, yeah, she nervously eyes the exit. How do we uh, how create something interesting here, guys? <laughs> Help me out, Melissa. Thank you so much for coming back into the studio. You were on. I think you were on another show, not our show. Uh, I was on with Nathan Arizadi after the prime, right after the primary. Oh, here on our show. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I yeah, that's what it, it took me a minute to. I was kind of hallucinating back then, so. <laughs> I just, I just stopped bowling so hard. Right. right? I forget. Oh, that's right. You bowled last night. Yeah, I did. How'd you do? I did horrible. Really? Did you yeah, have an I off did night? horrible. Off night. The new ball threw me off. Well, yeah, it's like twice your body weight, isn't it? So, yeah. It's a lot bigger. My hand is not feeling good right now. Uh-oh. Just swap hands. See if you can bowl so, a southpaw. Like I'm not me. even going to attempt that. That's what I... <laughs> come on, give it a try. No. But we have Melissa Miller for District Okay, Clark. I guess we'll talk so District So for Clark folks stuff. who are listening right now, Melissa, uh, point them to a website or something that they can check you out. I have a Facebook page, Melissa Miller for District Clerk. Okay. Um, that's pretty much where And I'm the District Clerk, is that a countywide position? Yes, it is countywide. Okay. And that is in what department? Like, is that, are you associated with the... The, the, the judges. The, the district judges. courts and the county courts. Okay. Yeah. The district clerk is the main record keeper for all of the district courts and the county courts in Montgomery County. When you say county courts, you mean like like the... Like the 284. Okay. No, that's the district court. The county courts are like county court at law number four. Okay, so this has, not, this has nothing to do with like uh, like Jay Silverberg, the guy at the position no. he's running No, for. that's commissioner's court. Okay. So, Man, Melissa... So yeah, I'm trying to... So, you're a law person. Yes. You're doing with the law. This is a legal, a legal thing. Yeah, judicial. And you're the main court. You're you're running for a position that you are the the mama of all the court district clerks. You're well, for the Mo- mother hen for Montgomery County. You're the mother hen. That's yeah. what you're going for. Yes, okay. the chief clerk position for the district clerk's office. So people will know what's the difference between like you know we hear we have county clerk race and then we have district clerk race, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you're spending many times going no no that's the other one. <laughs> so. What separates the two, and then what you know gets you into okay. the? Okay, so Mark Turnbull is our county clerk, mm-hmm. and they do have a court section. They handle um, probate, mental health, uh, guardianship cases, and then all of the misdemeanor fi- cases that are filed within the county. 
And then they do real property, uh, birth, death, marriage license, things like that. And they are the clerk for commissioner's court. Okay. And the district clerk files all of the lawsuits for the district courts and the county courts. Um, our county is kind of unique. There are very few counties that do this in the state of Texas, but we have what's called concurrent jurisdiction, which is where it allows the county courts to hear certain civil cases and family law cases. Okay, so obviously she knows some legalese here. Yeah. So what makes what brings you to the table as, as district clerk? Did, did you just wake up one morning and say, I want to be district <laughs> clerk when I grow up, or, or how, how did that come about? Well, I started working there back in May of 1998. Mm -hmm. I started in the criminal division, and I just worked my way up, and I've enjoyed it. Um, it's something I'm passionate about. I've always been drawn to, I guess, the criminal justice side of things. My dad was a police officer. Oh, really? So that, you know, sitting with him in the mornings, waiting to catch the bus in his patrol car, he would tell me about his interesting days. And so I've always been intrigued with the criminal justice side of things. And it just feels natural. And, you know, I've worked my way up, and this is the next step into the leadership role, and I'm ready to take it. And how long have you been in this uh, division here? I worked for the district clerk for 19 years. I currently work for Mark Turnbull, county clerk. So you sort of kind of know what goes on in there. Yeah, Okay, kinda. I just think, okay, so wait, so she's, she's a lawyer type person. She, she drops the legalese. Okay, let's, let's get to the serious question. If, uh, if I wanted to drag a dirt on Dick here, do I come to you? To drag the dirt on Dick? To find dirt on him. Well, if he has a criminal record, yeah. like oh. a felony I, case, I or if he's been out. divorced. You or, would tell me? Well, you can look it up. Awesome. <laughs> it's all public record. Awesome. <laughs> Melissa Miller, district clerk, find dirt on your friends. <laughs> Vote for her and find out who's well, Can you tell me, Melissa, what's the importance of making this position an elected position? Um, well, state legislation is actually who decides that this position is an elected position, and that happened way before any of so us. So you don't think born. this should be an elected position? That's the way you're making it sound? Like it's like it's what they did in the old ways. No, I think it should be elected. Like, I think. Okay. You know. So what, what's the importance of that? Like why, why make it elected? Well, that way you get to choose who you want to run the office. I mean, this office is a community office. It's not. Well, because uh, I always wondered when it comes down to the importance of being fiscally responsible for taxpayers' money, and it's kind of like we sat down at a table and it's like, well, we don't have to elect the janitor that works at the building, but we have to elect the district clerk. Well, the district clerk, um, as far as your taxpayer money, uh, the operating budget is what the district clerk oversees. So you want somebody that's physically conservative and can recognize when maybe we need to reduce staff and cut budget or, you know, find new alternatives to technology that will increase productivity but re reduce costs, things like that. So you do kind of want somebody that's physically conservative and knows the ins and outs and knows where you can cut, where you can increase technology to reduce overall costs. Like um, take, for example, one of the things that I've brought up numerous times during my campaign is our warrants. We um, print them out and drive them over to the sheriff's office. Well, that's a cost. We're uh, printing out paper. We're, you know, using toner cartridge ink. And you're then we're physically and driving you're, And you're them. using a physical person. Yes, and physically driving them. When we can issue them electronically, set up an email system or some type of electronic system to get them over to the sheriff's office, reduce time. And they can print it out. Yeah, if they need to. So it sounds like the district clerk 
um, actually has like kind of a say, I, I guess, if, if there's like a budgetary issue or something, you know, she has that. Only input within that office. Within that office. Mm -hmm. But is there because I know like the overall budget is overseen by commissioner's court. Right. So are there like reports go to them? So district clerk could go and say. Only during budget time. During budget time. Mm -hmm. Cool. When's budget time? Always budget time. <laughs> Starts in March. Okay. And then they work their way through until I think July is when they have their budget hearings, and then the physical year starts October 1. See, the, what's interesting to me about your job is it sounds like you're the person making it work. Yes. You, you like, because you're literally the, the warrant deliverer to the sheriffs. Yeah. Kind of like So if I get, so say I'm, I'm drinking and driving, <laughs> and because no one should do that, folks. No. And I get pulled over, and it's one of those no refusal weekends. Are y'all working? That? No, no. Because that's when the judge is like sitting there. That's the judge and the district yeah, attorney's the office, office and D DPS. You know your local law enforcement. Yeah. The district clerk doesn't come into play until the case is filed. Okay. Now okay, I'm trying to see, see your role in the me going to jail. So, no. <laughs> so I, I, Sean, I haven't been to jail. You haven't? No. Well, I'm gonna look it's, you it's up when I get back. It's, so, a, it's an experience, and we'll just we'll probably just my favorite that. time Moving that on. someone thought I was going to jail. I was at a college party, and I was old enough to drink. Uh -huh. And I was just hanging out, and they come in like, "How old are you?" And I'm like, "I'm 21." And he's, <laughs> he's like, "Come outside." And I'm like, "For what?" And then it was pretty funny. But well, uh, fortunately for all involved, I've we, never made it past holding, so that's a good yeah. good sign. We right know there. I look like I'm 14. You when, do. So imagine if I was, you know, younger, and then how much they really thought I was in high school. Like, you go to, do you go to Abilene High? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, you poor young looking guy. Yeah. So I was on a jury not too long back, and I just got a check in the mail, and I mm -hmm. just cashed it without even thinking about it. So who's did I have your signature, or was that over at the? Who cut the check for that? So. For the jury checks, um, when you serve, the district clerk is the one that summons you to jury service. Mm -hmm. And then once you serve, uh, we send a list to the treasurer, and the treasurer is the one that actually cuts the check for your jury service. Well, then I want to thank you for my 40 bucks. That uh... Can't thank me yet. I'm not there yet. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, you're <laughs> in the department. Year. But you are in the department, right? No, I'm not in the oh. district clerk's department. I work for more. Oh, technically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's what was messed me up <laughs> there. Well, it, you know, just generally, I want to thank you guys for my 40 bucks. You need to bring oh, a cool. diagram. So we, yeah, bring an org we, chart. We need to, I need, I'm a visual learner, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm like, all right, we need to make sure who goes where. I'll, who um, what. I'll, Mark and I'll work on that for you. How yeah. about that? <laughs> well, well, actually, that leads to kind of a, a serious point. How important is it for there to be intra and interdepartmental, you know, communication and working together? Because obviously, important. you know, you're saying I, don't, I work for you know Clerk Trumbull. It's, I work for Mark, and Mark and I did this. Yeah. So I, I would it's, think that that's got to be. It's very important. And actually, um, the district clerk and the county clerk on the court side of things do a lot of things similarly. So it is important for us to work together and communicate and maybe streamline some processes that make it easier for the attorneys to process their paperwork. So when they go to the two different offices, one's not saying, oh, well, we do it this way. And the other one's saying, no, we do it this way. Let's work together and streamline that. It's also important to work with the district attorney, the county attorney, all of the law enforcement, all the local attorneys, and then, you know, the law library. There's a lot of interaction within the county that the district clerk plays, you know, to make things work together. And Well, it sounds like it has to maintain a, a like a well-oiled machine. Yes. Well, yeah. cool. Well, it's, it's nice to know that you're, you're kind of in there already and have a, we're not trying to, you know, or anything, but I think it's important. 
you know, so uh, now what about qualifications? What qualifications does someone need to be? Let's say Dick wants to run, uh, you know, next time. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I run his campaign. So mm-hmm. what would I have to make up about him to, to be a worthwhile candidate? <laughs> well, first we need you. to verify that he's actually 18 because he does look I know, young. right? Yeah. He, he looks like he be... just got off his shift at Waffle House and came over here to... He's like, yeah, my mom dropped me off. It's my <laughs> first job. Making making waffles. Okay, so you got to be 18 then. I'm taking 18, it. Okay. a citizen of the county. Citizen of the county. Yeah. Okay, check. Now what about the felony thing? No felonies. Yeah, you have no to felonies. be clean record. I think that's anybody that runs for office now, is that a clean record. That's convicted of a felony, right? Yes. Okay, Dick, we're good. It's cool. Yeah. Conviction I was thinking that. I was a little, a little sweaty there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Keyword is convicted. Yes. Okay. Now, why is that? Why is that a rule? What, that you can't be a felon? Yeah. Well, I don't a, know that that's actually a rule. I would think it would be that well, well, you it don't is, want... It is for like, uh, I know that like Woodlands Township, yeah. I mean, you can't you, be a felon. Yeah, you don't want... Are you trying to label felons as all bad people? No, not at all. <laughs> is that what we're saying yeah. here, guys? Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what she's saying. <laughs> she won't let us put words in her mouth. Okay. I'm just trying to understand the process. It sounds That sounds a little hurtful yeah. to some folks. So, Melissa, I did, on Monday, obviously, early voting starting. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm a huge fan of early voting because, you know, you get yes. – I'm the guy that I show up. He's camping with, out with, sun, sun, Sunday, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk yeah. to candidates. I mean, I will, anyone that comes to me, um, I'll, I'll give them full attention. He's, very, I, he's a very lonely guy. I am. And, well, usually I bring my daughter, too, because mm-hmm. I like to see how they interact with her as, yeah. as well. See, he uses his daughter. Oh, absolutely. It makes up for all the grief of teenagerhood. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, if we, if we well, can't... my teenager will be out there on Saturday working early voting for me. So, <laughs> cool. So, are you planning on being? Because here's the thing about district clerk, because you know we're we're kind of joking around, but it's not one of those. It's it's not a sexy thing like senator. No. You know, you know, so, <laughs> district clerk. District clerk. <laughs> so it is not a, a lot of people would have the question: What does a district clerk do? And I think. Abilities has plays a big part on it. Yeah. So where will you be? Uh, do you have any uh, plans in particular for early voting so people can come and talk to you? Uh, I'll be at the Woodlands location, mm-hmm. the um, community center in the Woodlands. That's the one I always go to. It, it's probably, like she probably part. thinks that's a better area. It is. It's this next door to the There's Pavilion. probably zero felons that go there. Oh no. Well, <laughs> one. Stop I'm putting words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's a, it's a great area, and yeah, I, I I know a lot of candidates go there. So definitely, if you want to talk to Melissa about this, about district clerk, what the heck it is, uh, what she brings to the table. Well, you have a Facebook. I do have a Facebook page. Okay. And Can people message you? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Just remember, I work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, so I can only <laughs> respond on my lunch and breaks or after are, 5. Are, are you taking PTO time <laughs> on uh, for early voting? Uh, yes, I have um, enough time saved up that I will be off well, the next Are you going to call weeks. Mark and go, oh, I can't come in to work. I'm no. a little sick here. That's Mark. Melissa Miller. <laughs> okay. No, I already requested the time off. It's approved. I had it in the bank. So. What would you have done if you'd said no? Uh, probably cried. Yeah, well, you come well, to us. We beat them up for you. You come no. to me. You come to me and Mark's I said, what great. we do is we dress up people that look like you. And I get, I bet you'll get so many ethic violations because they think it's you because that's how good these people will look. And they're like crossing the line. They're not allowed to talk to you. Like, no, I'm not. Melissa Miller, so good. She can be two places at once. 
it works. I'm telling I have you. volunteers that help work the That's polls wonderful. too. So if I couldn't be there, there's plenty of people to help out and work. Yeah. Okay. We're great with campaigns. We we offered Melanie Bush to campaign. What was the tag? We haven't lost one. So yeah, so good that she keeps two sets of books. <laughs> you know, she didn't like that one. No. No. Yeah. That, that one didn't work. I can't imagine she would like that. Yeah. Well, but, there's a good sale going on on Office Depot. Buy one, get one free. So it's like, might as well, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyhow, early voting does start on Monday. You want to vote early and vote often. Uh, but definitely pay Melissa Miller uh, a visit there at yeah. early voting. Uh, visit her website, Melissa Miller. For district clerk. For, and that's F-O-R, not the numeral four. Right? right. Awesome. And it's Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-A. Yeah, put it all on Facebook. People, if we're watching, how to spell it, how to find her, all that kind of stuff. There you go. Thank right. you so much for coming in. That was yeah, fun. I learned, actually learned something today. <laughs> I know. It's a good day. The when question is why I remember it tomorrow. Well, why don't, I you, hope so. why don't you book another time with us? Come back, maybe during early voting, and, and, and let bring us know the diagram. Yeah, bring the, bring, bring the diagram. Bring yeah, like, the, I want to know where it goes. Like, the what's it called? A Klieg chart or something? What I mean, called? I don't know how you would design her work, work or, or like work procedure. What a district It's a clerk. mystery. It's like it goes to all these people. It's a mystery. Well, next they week really, we're going to be broadcasting. They really hand deliver warrants? So do they use, like, the postal service, or is it just, like, whose job's that? And the warrant clerk. You get in your car and drive it over to the So warrant. he, is he, oh, man, does he have, like, a moped? <laughs> a Vespa? A Vespa. Yeah. By the way, funny. is the, uh, the uh, not the immunity, what I'm talking about, you know, the warrant roundup, is that still going on? I can't remember. I think it's right around this time. I think it was the 15th that they said. Yeah, if you have a warrant out for your arrest, just go to the police station. Well, no, no I think that's over <laughs> now, so they're going to come get you. I mean, do go take care of it, but do you know imagine that they're coming to get me? Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> Double dog dare you. <laughs> I ain't going out with me. Listen, I'd be hot cowering under the table as you're going, you're not taking me in. Well, that's one thing I love. Like, I don't, I have a unique name. But even though there's four, like, there's technically four people. Just pass it off on, on your dad. Paper. Is that you? No, it's my dad. Yeah. He would really appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, right. But thank you so much for coming in and teaching me some things about district clerks. And uh, we wish you luck to early voting. Don't forget, people, yes, you can please. vote. And you're, we didn't even say, like, it, it's nonpartisan, or it is partisan. It is partisan. partisan so you race. are what? I am the Republican nominee for district clerk. Okay, so. Yeah, she wailed on the GOP primary. If you hold weight to that, folks, then. And she's wailing into the general. Vote! You're listening please. to Mornings with Lone Star. Yeah, please. Oh, man, so nice. Uh, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings with Lone Star, 951. We'll be back. My name is Jay Spittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Spittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Hello, welcome back, Orange Lone Star. Dick and Skippy, 956 on the dot here in the studios. We were talking with the lovely and talented Melissa Miller, and that's Melissa with one L and one S. She Miller sounds like with she two L. She, she does every day. She does. Um, you know, I we do. I'm figuring myself out. Yeah, right. You're getting smart in your old age there. Uh, but no, we, we uh, as the community radio morning show, we love. We put out a, a word to all candidates going. APB is it APB? An APB, a bolo. We're on the be on the lookout for political candidates. We want you in the studio. We want to talk with you. No ambushing. We, you know, no envelopes. We'll joke cash. around, but we're serious and we want to educate people on what the heck you're running for and who the heck you are. I still don't really get why they would make that position she's in. It's a, it's a legislature. Thing. I mean, I get it, but it's more of like well, it's something that may change down when the do you line. Stop the line of like every position that it works with this, the county. Well, well, that's the funny thing because like she hires people, I imagine, right? But. Yeah, I would presume that the district clerk would have hiring and firing. So we don't elect those people. We elect no, her employee. to, to, well, her it's to like make the we elect, to uh, we elect a judge, but we don't. the judge gets to choose the, the court clerk. Is that why clerk. people don't like the EU? Well, there are many reasons. Well, because they're not elected positions. Well, yeah, whenever you have election versus right? appointment, yeah, there, there are always those issues. Look at the Supreme Court. You know, the whole thing is an appointed position on that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Hmm. Okay, mm. so I had this really funny headline come across uh, my virtual desk, and it made me think of, like, a good uh, Law & Order or more of, like, a Jack Ryan episode. Okay. Uh, Starkist. Do you know who Starkist is? The, the tuna. tuna. Yeah. They got caught in, of the sea. in a, a price-fixing scandal. Really? Yeah. They uh, <laughs> Price-fixing is great. But they admitted to it, so it was probably stupid. But uh, they faced a $100 million fine. Whoa! $100 million fine for uh, fixing the price of tuna, which is really interesting to me because, like, again, can you imagine the Jack Ryan episode where, you know, Jack Ryan's Mr. Numbers, and he's sitting there, you know, looking at the numbers, and he's like, ooh, something shady's going on with tuna. Who is it? What is it? Who's behind it? Starkist. Now, can you imagine, like, him, he gets, like, a star, he gets a can of tuna at his house, and he opens it, and it has, like, a death note to in it, and just... <laughs> Well, that's the funny thing because, you know, when you have the spy thrillers like that, it's always some giant, you know, conspiracy where it's not just a tuna fixing, price fixing thing. It's like, I'd love there to be a James Bond movie where the bad guy is just a, you know, some CEO of a manufacturing plant that's dumping, you know, stuff in the in the river. Yeah. And that's that's the extent of his evilness. You know, he's, he's not there for world domination. He's just trying to get the most profits. I'd love to have a James Bond movie like that. But... The 
Jack Ryan series that was on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you finished it? Yeah, I did. I was very impressed with it. And this is why I liked him as a character. When I first heard it was John uh-huh. Kaczynski, and you saw the trailers where he's shooting guns, I'm like, no, 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 Ryan is a he's a he's a nerd, he's a numbers nerd. They did do that. And I was this is the first time you saw Jack Ryan portrayed between, you know, Chris Pine and Ben Affleck and and Alec Baldwin and Harrison Ford and whomever else, that he's an he's a numbers nerd. That's what that's where he comes up through. In fact, uh, in the in the history, you know, the the universe uh, that Tom Clancy created, it's he had been not hired directly by the CIA, but what the CIA frequently does is they'll contract out to people to say, you know, you don't get full CIA credentials here, but we need to know, we need your your number crunching skill or your your hacking skill or your 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 st- uh, statistics analysis skill. And that's how he got into it. They they hired him, contracted him out to do some uh some numbers running. So I was really impressed with the. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two of the Jack Ryan series. If you have Amazon Prime, you haven't seen it yet, uh, do watch it. I, I thought it was uh, an interesting take. Telling you, Starkist plotline. So a hundred million fine for Starkist. Um, and that's tuna. It's Jessica Simpson. It's not chicken. And I, here's the thing, because. I buy tuna because it's one of those cheap things, and I'll get the Randall's card and get it, you know, like three cans for, for two bucks. So you, you fix the prices. This is one of those, uh, we're just going to jack it up three cents and no one's going to notice. Because if you jack up a can of Starkist up to, let's say, two, three, four bucks a can, and no one else does, then they're kind of obviously price gouging. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, tuna's so cheap, though. That's, that's what, what they- I, that's, so they must have done like pennies on the dollar. Like, okay, our tuna's selling for Buck twenty nine a can. We're gonna raise it to a buck forty two. No, I guess it does rack up. You sell a billion cans a day, but still, hundred million dollar fine. Do not screw with the FTC people, Fair Trade Commission. They will slap a hundred million dollar fine on you, tuna fishers. Well, I just think it's funny that somebody, like somebody in the office, goes something's fishy, and not not as a pun, and (laughs) and then they figure it out. Like that to me is, is funny to me. Because, like you said, it's such a it's such a weird. There's no way you could see like, oh, it went, we were price price fixed it like two thousand dollars. No, it's like minimal. Yeah, it's like a few pennies is what they had to fix the prices on. Unless it's through the, uh, the like the wholesale, like to selling to the distributors or my to the. My dad had to do something about that. They were, he was in the laundry business, and there was some accusation that there's a. Like the laundry price fixing in the and laundry, laundry and like 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 the whole country was in on it. All the, the laundry people. I don't know because I have friends that work for. Uh, in fact, I, I uh, uh, acquaintance slash friend with the president of what used to be MW Cleaners and is now Tide Cleaners uh, and great people there. So I'm not saying anything negative about dry cleaning in particular. However, I just got three suits cleaned. Uh, two of them were two piece suits and one was a three piece suit, and it was like sixty bucks. And that was, I was like, man, I could have just for four ninety nine bought one of those throw on the dryer instant dry cleaning bags yeah. that you can do yourself and save myself a ton of money. Uh, they did an awesome job, don't get me wrong, uh, but sixty bucks for five pieces of clothing, including one, you know, waistcoat, a vest. Just wow. I used to get it all for free. Oh yeah. And then I don't. Yeah. It's probably so. Is that where you got your? Felony charge is something dry yeah. cleaning related. We laundered a lot of stuff. You, you laundered the money. <laughs> yeah, it's not. You keep using that word. I don't think that means what you think it means. 
So, hey, I got some local news here to talk okay. about. Uh, so, unfortunately, I, I woke up to this news, and it was all, all over the local news, but this was in Conroe area, a, uh, and I'm not going to use names here. A 35-year-old man got into a domestic argument with his ex-girlfriend and her best friend, and the man shot both of them, injuring the girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, killing the friend, and then he turned the gun on himself. And people, I hate to sound cold, and I'm not going to win any friends when I say this. If you're contemplating a murder-suicide, do the world a favor and just reverse the order. That's all you got to do. Just just aim for yourself first, and then the problem will sort itself out. Uh, So two people dead. The ex-girlfriend is in the hospital right now. Last I heard, uh, she's in critical condition. Uh, But seriously, uh, I hate news like that, but I do want to start bringing more local news to the show. Uh, Now, this is... uh, had a happy ending. Two guys, and apparently a friend of theirs who was released later because of like, I don't even know these dudes. Two men went to a, a house that was for sale. Okay. You know, and then out there at about 10 o'clock at night, they called a pizza place and ordered a pizza. So when the pizza guy came out, they robbed him. So, you know, so the pizza guy shows up at this empty house, you know, walks to the door, they, they cold cock him. I'm presuming they steal a pizza as well as any money he may have on him. And this is where I'm leading to. He's a pizza delivery guy. I'm not trying to judge, and any job is a good job. But how much money do you think this dude has on him? I mean, I imagine there's there's some type of rule, but then I also think... If he has more than 100 because no one pays by cash anymore. Yeah, Not would. even with the tips. It's everything done. You, you ordered online. So even if they say, well, yeah, we'll pay him when he gets here. Okay, he's got 50 bucks, 100 tops. Anyhow, uh, two of them were captured. What happened was they hopped in a white car and drove off. Cops showed up, found the car. There were three people in the car, apparently. Two of them were apprehended. The third guy took off running. They caught him, and you found out he was like, listen, they just called me asking for a ride. And so they let this guy go because they were able to buy a story. But seriously, if you're going to rob someone, don't do a pizza guy. Well, don't rob anybody. Yeah, well, there's that, too. But, I mean, if you just got it. No, actually, if you do got to do something, do that because you're not you're going to get caught. You're we're stupid. Not, we're not going to do that. Yeah. All right. Ceno 5 here, folks. More into Lone Star, Lone Star Community Radio. We're going to take a quick break. Say thanks to our sponsors, Jay Silver for County Judge, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We'll be back after this. Burn on the grill. Took a whole lot of trying just to get up that hill. My name is Jay Stittleberg. I'm an Iraq War veteran, Naval Academy graduate, certified project management professional, and I'm running for county judge in Montgomery County. We should have a budget and a strategic plan that reflect the priorities in our county. Public safety, flood mitigation, mobility and infrastructure. I will build trust in our county government through transparency and accountability, representing every resident in Montgomery County. I'm Jay Stittleberg, and I'm ready to work for you. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star Dick and Skippy, 1008 on the dot here in the studios. It's Friday, October 19th, and uh, some stuff happening this weekend. I know we're going to have a special guest slated to come in later on to talk about something, but I will let something, you know. Something, 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 something. Uh, outside of Conroe, uh, starting tonight, I'm in a production of 12 Angry Men that's going to run at Stageworks. You're Theater not allowed to talk about weekends. it. I'm going to talk about it. And also, so Sunday's going to be fun because I'll have a matinee on Sunday, and then I need to leave that matinee and race up to the Woodlands because Sunday afternoon oh, yeah. is the Woodlands Arts in the Park, Shakespeare in the Park Festival. So it starts at 3 o'clock. Beautiful weather. Yeah, well, because it wasn't September, supposed to be September, and then the rains were really bad. So, you know, fingers crossed it works out here. But it's at Rob Fleming Park, which is a okay. great little amphitheater thing. It's covered. And uh, at 7 o'clock, we will be doing a live performance of Much Ado About Nothing, which is Shakespeare, but it's funny. You don't have to freak out if you don't know Shakespeare. It's really funny. You'll get all the jokes. Trust me on this one. And that's Sunday from 3 to uh, three to 7 is like the festival proper. Then at 7, the festival's still going, but at 7, uh, my cast takes the stage and does that. So plenty of stuff to do this weekend. And I do know that for Stageworks, a special opening weekend deal with a buy one, get one free ticket, if you go to... Uh, call Stageworks Theater. Uh, you can look up their number or go to stageworkstx.org or stageworkshouston.org and buy tickets. And when you do uh, uh, the, the code BOGO12, B-O-G-O-12, you get, it's buy one, get one free for this weekend only. So cheaper than a movie. BOGO. BOGO. Cheaper than a movie. And... Uh, yeah, it's a good show. We had a great rehearsal last night. It's a it's a, a jury drama, yeah. and I get to play a real jerkwad. A darn ta- typecasting. Sorry, I got to blow my nose. Mm-hmm. Speaking, then, of, speaking of allergies. Speaking of allergies. There's a lot of cats. Uh, also opening this weekend next door to us at the Crichton Theaters, Into the Woods, which is a big Sondheim musical, and... Uh, large cast it's basically a musical comedy slash drama because act two takes a really dark turn but it's imagine all the fairy tales on one stage so kids can like that stuff they can although it's 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 not a kid's show and like i said in, in act two people die like you know someone gets squished by a giant you know like jack jack and the beanstalk giant well someone's got to yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, but it's no, it's not a kitty show. You ever accidentally step on a bug? No, every time I step on a bug, it's on purpose. Yeah. I always say, release your soul. 
Fly, be free with it, unfettered from this mortal coil, splat. Anyhow, so that's just the Crichton Theater. Go to CrichtonTheater.org uh, to get tickets and information put on by stage right players over there. Uh, again, it's a great musical, but you got Jack and the it's Beanstalk great. and Cinderella. and, and uh, There's a lot of plays going on then, because actually that's one of our special guests coming in. Yeah, we got today. someone who's at another theater. So um, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, there we go. But Halloween's around the corner. No, I wanted to talk about creepy because hundreds of cats were seized in a home in spring. 230 and, uh, cats. Yeah, Houston SBCA got a phone call and they were like, what's going on over there? 230 cats is what's going on here. Can you imagine having 230 cats and... I can't imagine having two cats. I kind of want to see how big this house is. Let me... I'm gonna look this well, up. apparently all the cats, every one of them, is in a state of malnourishment, uh, what, neglect. What, you gotta check out these pictures, dude. It's like they own the house. The uh, the smell. I'm I'm sorry. Is you know my my I've had a cat in the past. My wife's had a cat, and with me, one cat and a litter box after three days, I'd be the guy yeah, scooping out the litter box. For, I'm, gonna see if I'm, I'm gonna pull this up for Facebook. It's one of the reasons I don't like cats in my house because I'm always the guy that ends up having to scoop up the litter box. Yeah, look at these pictures. These and so the smell alone has to be. They're everywhere. Oh, oh my goodness, golly! You figure they start eating each other. Well, if the if the owner died, they start chowing down on her. I'm presuming. I hate to, to stereotype, but I'm going to presume it's a female owner. I, I I just can't think. Can you think of a man on the planet who would have 230 cats? These are actually pretty good pictures. So oh, yeah, here we gross. go. Um. Now earlier, uh, Dick, we were talking about appointed versus versus elected. Yeah. Look at uh, all those cats. Yeah. Great. No. Look at that. This is like a cat runway stuff. But uh, the San Jacinto River Authority, SJRA, you know, that's a big honking thing because there's a battle between them. There's some issues between them and Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District, and there's some board members up for yeah. election. Well, this actually comes into it, you know, appointed versus elected. They have been appointed. But in the latest water news, the San Jacinto River Authority, SJRA, has been doing some controlled releases from Lake Conroe. Apparently the rains have, like, kind of built it up, so they're uh, – yeah. So the water issues in the county, I mean, we're talking about the aquifers underneath, the reservoirs, how much water we have, if we, you know, how much to charge rates, how much to charge the distributors, and also flooding control. Because I still maintain, I know everyone denied it, but I, was, I watched, I was standing at the top of my street, and for the tax day floods of 2016, it was coming along. You know, with the waters coming up, it's like, you know, I think we're going to make it. And then we heard over the news that, uh, SJRA was going to open up a dam, but it's not going to affect the the water levels. I don't know how that can happen. And then we just saw the water level just shoot up, and that's when it got in my house, like within 30 minutes of that. Now, they swear blind that A did not lead to B, but I'm telling you, you know, controlled releases, you want to ask when you're talking to people running for a Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District Board or talk to anyone from the SJRA, talk to them, ask them, put them on the spot, ask them about flood control, flood mitigation, because what I've realized is really nothing's been done since Har since the tax day floods and since Harvey. I've seen no streets dug up with bigger pipes put in. I've seen no grates being cleaned. In fact, in my neighborhood, you know, we have, you know, the yards, you have like the, the dip and the culvert under the driveways. Well, those have pretty much all grown up, overgrown because all the dirt, you know, all the soil settled. So most of these culverts are covered up or three quarters covered. So literally nothing's been done as far as I can tell. To mitigate flood damage and so i'm going to be asking some people about that when i go to early voting starting monday because I'll, I'll start going on monday and and hit candidates but i won't vote till 
closer to the end of early voting because I'm hardcore like that. What are they called? October surprises? Well, an October surprise is when, you know, uh, Cruz produces a last minute picture, you know, this weekend for Monday morning of Beto O'Rourke in a, in a tutu tutu. Yeah. yeah those are my favorite tutu pictures. Yeah. Very, uh, very influential in the political game. They should do one that's like been horribly photoshopped, just so obviously fake. Say, look what I found. He's in a tutu. But I think actually, you know, they just make O'Rourke even cooler because it's like, hey, he's in a punk rock band and he uh, he rides a skateboard, so we're going to forgive a DWI. Uh, I don't know. I'm telling you, I, I told you, 2024. 2020 is going to be just kind of an election. Yeah. But 2024 is going to be Nikki Haley versus Beto O'Rourke. No, we need more celebrities, down. man. Well, that's what they're trying to make. America's going gaga. The media's going just bonkers for better work. Ah, he's all this. He's not he's really. Like, I don't. I don't see they're going gaga. I just see his name on a. He's everywhere. Things, he's but on. No one L- really knows no, what's going on. Okay, he's got yard signs in California. You know, California's being a better for Senate. It's like you, you, you know, you can't vote for him, right? And I think if you ask any supporter, what's he done? What's his current title? And what are his accomplishments? Like I this, think you're going to find. Look at this guy. Oh, wow, the place just classed up in, in, in classed a it up. We got Rick, the reluctant cowboy, walking in, staggering in. It's kind of too early to tell. He's walking okay. All right. And uh, sucking down some delicious Conroe coffee. Delicious. And delicious. Rick, why are you uh, gracing us with your presence? I haven't seen you in too long. I miss you, man. How are you, man? I love you, and I miss you. Good to see you. I'm not carrying anything. Am I on? Okay. In any case, um, I'm here to promote my show. Ah, my play. Okay, not, we not promoted mine, so I guess we can talk about yours. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Agatha Christie's, and then there were none. Opening night tonight. Now, for the, in case people go, I haven't heard of that. It was formerly known as Ten Little Indians. Ten Little Indians. And, and yeah. by another name even before then, but of course, you mm-hmm. update with the times. Yeah. So basic premise of it, in case people haven't heard it. I, I know it, and I love it. I, I saw the the movie from the 1970s, the TV movie they did, mm-hmm. and I just I was a kid, and I loved it. Yeah. So basic Basic plot. Well, basically, uh, we all get invited. There's 10 of us. I'll get invited to this uh, remote island. Oh, it happens all the time for me. Yeah, it yeah. does, doesn't it? You get <laughs> yeah. invited all everywhere. Yeah. Well, no, to remote islands. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Yeah, it's oh, really that nice. Happens? Yeah. yeah. The owners just are. No escape. <laughs> None. No boat on the island, no telephone, no nothing, and they're stuck there. And someone. What about Wi Fi? No, no Wi Fi. What the? It's set in no wonder it's so. a mortar mystery. I kill people too. <laughs> so you get invited to an island. Yes, we all get invited. Okay. Uh, all different reasons, all different way, and then every one of us have uh, are accused of uh, murder while there. Dun, while there. Dun, dun, dun. So somebody, every one so of one us. person dies, and nope, then no. Nope, like, well, nope. I'm saying like this started all off. It, one it started all dies. off. Everybody gets accused by this unknown person by record. You put this, I put this record on, and it it's plays. Like, and thank you for joining me, but I want you to know you are all murderers. Right. And he, he names everybody and who they murdered, and it everybody's shocked, and, and we don't know. And then all of a sudden, someone dies. They go, wait a second. And then another person dies. And then another person dies. And then all this, all this stuff, who in the heck is killing all these people, and no one else is on the island but the ten of them. And then there's nine, and then there's eight. Then there was is this none. one of those plays that they never, it's not realistic in the sense like no one uses the restroom, no one eats any food, and it's like nope. a two-week period? No, no. Oh, no, it it's uh, just takes place over like, yeah, one, one, one weekend. One weekend, two nights. It's a great show. Um, back in like the mid-90s, uh, 
a theater called Fort Bend Theater. And this is back when they were inside Westwood Mall. This, this is how old this was. Uh, they were doing a production of this, of Ten Little Indians. And they're, uh, who's the, uh, the, the, the servant? Rogers, right? Yes. Okay. He, uh, That's my character. Okay. So, shared a character. We will have shared a character. All right. Because I got yeah. called in. It's like, their Rogers got arrested for something. And they're like, starting the next night. Like we can't just learn, and that's when my hair was like down my back. So wow. I had to, I played him as a Scotsman. I just kind of teased out my hair and wore it. Ah, hey, you know. But this is before the days of CDs, and certainly before MP3s or, or streaming. And so everything was on tape. And so I'm on stage, and I just learned my lines. And I'm, you know, I hadn't, I knew some of the cast members were friends, but I didn't, you know, had no concept of everything that was going on. And we're out on stage, and this, this, uh, there, there's this very iconic scene where this record is playing, and on the record, the music stops, and it's the, the voice going, attention, you've all been accused of being, you know, you're all guilty of murder. Well, and of course, everyone's supposed to look all shocked what's going on. Well, as this, the sound effect is playing, and of course, it's a tape in the tech booth, it's, attention, you're... And we kind of look, and we see the tech booth, and the guy is hauling out the tape, and it's been you know, uh, snagged up. up and he's pulling it out and it's breaking. And we're like, Oh, somebody didn't wind the Victrola. And so people start running off. I'm pretty much left on the stage by myself. I'm like, no, Oh my God. Because they're all go running off. And they, so they finally, the guy in the tech booth grabs a, a like a microphone and plugging it in and trying to read from the script. So that's the beauty of live theater. Yes, right. Yes. There. Yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> we do one thing that's a little bit different instead of having the 10. There are 11 of you. Yeah. No, Okay. We don't have the figurines. You we don't? We have death masks. Really? Yeah. Every one of us did a little death mask. We got the, the thing on our faces, and they're all lined up there on the wall. It's pretty cool. That sounds awesome. It's yeah. a, uh, There are some things you can do with it. Uh, a few years ago, Stageworks did a production of it where it was black and white. Oh, wow. Uh, the entire the set was done grayscale. So it looked like a black and white movie. Everyone was like kind of pancake white and grays wow. and stuff. And what would happen is every time there was a flash of red, that would mean someone was about to die. There'd be a red apple or a red handkerchief. And you know that that person was about to die. And it is, so it's, it's great to, to play around with that. Yeah. So you get to play Rogers. Yes. And you're up well, with... Hey, uh, let's Dennis. take a break and we'll learn more about... And then there will be none. And then there, there, were, none. there and then, were none. And that's starting... Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. At the Owen Theater. The Owen Theater. So uh, we'll be right back with actor Rick Sellers and learn more about this play coming up. So stick around. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in Western Swing, Honky Tonk, Zydeco, Texas Blues, Outlaw Country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Ten twenty-five in the morning on the dot. All right, it is sixty-seven degrees outside in downtown Conroe. Uh, looks like uh, a couple of hours from now we may have some thunderstorms wandering through. Set the tone for, and then there were none happening yeah. with the Players Theater well, Company putting it on. Well, the well, before we get back to Rick, I want to remind folks we're still giving away the uh, two two pairs of the Conroe Bull Mania happening this Saturday. So four tickets. Two so pairs. four tickets. Yeah. Four tickets. Yes. And so if you're interested in winning these tickets, just um, email us at mwls at irlonestar.com or go to irlonestar.com slash mwls. Go to our show page and you go yeah. to our Facebook. You can Do they tweet, have to yeah. use the code word moo? No. Okay. No. They should. Or bull. Bull. Or bull. bull. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we got, two, we got two pairs. So four tickets total to give away. So all you got to do is Message us one way or another. Message us. Give us your most original swear word that contains the word bull in it, and you can win these tickets. So got to be original. Yeah, original. Don't don't go old school. <laughs> don't say Bullsylvania. Bullsylvania, right? Oh, there you go. That's not, so Bullsylvania. Not bull hockey. You know, bull tiddlywinks. I don't know. Bull, Anyhow, bullshick. <laughs> bull shaving cream. That's too close. Bull shaving cream. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So just, uh, just remind folks that's happening this weekend. And then in the studio with us is Rick Sellers, local actor who is in there. And they and there will be no, there where and man, what is it called? Agatha Christie's. And then there were none. And then there were none. It's, and then there were none. Ten little Indians sitting yes. on the line. One fell down. Then there were nine. Nine little Indians. It's like little piggies. You, you know. Yeah. So that's starting today, and it's going to yeah, be running right. for the next three weeks. Yes. And that means at the Owen Theater, you can go to visit owentheater.com to order tickets. Owentheater.org. Org. Okay. Mm-hmm. Org. Dot com and the Crichton.org at the Owen. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Um, okay. Go figure. 
936-539-5490. Box office. 4090. You can order a ticket. You can pick your seats online. Yeah. It's really easy. I've done it before. I'm going to the show. I'm very excited. Now, Rick, my show this weekend is offering. No one's excited about that. No, we're not. Uh, Is your theater offering buy one, get one? No, because we are running out of seats. We can't do that. Well, because Rick's in it. Rick, Rick, in it and a show is a sellout. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this is right. true. Skippy, it's you, when you're in a show, it's a return. <laughs> the season ticket, it's a, it's return. A bottom of the barrel scraping yeah. endeavor. But uh, so who's in there with you? So we got uh, listener Dennis. Yes, is, Dennis is, O'Connor is in there. So he he actually like me. I had to shave my beard and he cut looks my hair. great. He does a great job on stage, man. That guy is a good actor. I swear he he does plays he play the, the general. The ju- oh, general, okay, general. And oh man, he plays a great crazy. He does. He kind of goes dimensional, and he, he goes wacky. We've got Dale Trimble, who plays um, Lore, mm-hmm. and Dave Kerr, who plays Lombard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Mark Wilson, who plays the judge, Wargrave. Um, Kevin Downs plays Marston. We have uh, Marilyn Moore, who plays Emily. And then Angie Angela Miller, who plays uh, Vera Claythorne. And who directed this? Joey Lamont. Joey did, huh? Yeah. Ah, yeah. some capable hands. Oh, yeah. And then we do, we're doing things. We've got uh, one other character, Fred Narricot. Oh, the, the the handyman at the, the beginning, handyman. right? Yeah. Agatha Christie always liked to put just some random, I think it was like the stage manager originally written, mm-hmm. you know, just to give him something to do. Because right. he shows up and kind of sets the exposition about, oh, you're stuck here and the boat's washed out or the road's washed out. And he yeah. leaves, right? Yeah, sort of like that. I'm not going to give the whole story. Yes. Yeah, because... <laughs> Does he make a comeback? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, it's great, great show. Great uh, whodunit. If you have seen it, come see it for the characters and still be amazed. And if you haven't seen it, come for the characters, but also come for the plot. What we're trying to do is get people to, to and we're trying to get a, a, a prize happening, and we're going to get that soon, is that uh, handing out like pieces of paper and a pencil and want you guys to go ahead and, and, oh, I think it's this guy. And you write it down the time, and whoever gets it right will win a prize. Oh, I'll be there every night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dump my own well, show. So is it the same every night? Same every night. You so can't tell. Come if back. I went on Wikipedia and looked at who. Yeah, you could. It's, this so reminds me. You know, this reminds me of this wonderful movie in the '70s called "The Beast Must Die," and it's this really B-grade. Uh, uh, oh my god! I think werewolf I saw movie. That. Yes. With uh, it's kind of oh like the most god. dangerous game. It's this uh, African American hunter. He's rich and he's called basically like mm-hmm. ten little Indians. He's called all these people to his thing. He's like one of you is a werewolf. But at the beginning of this movie, is you got you know the spooky music and you got the voice going. This is a murder mystery, but it's not who is the murderer, but who is the werewolf. Stay tuned for the werewolf break. And what they do is they have the werewolf break, which is near the end of the movie where, you know, the survivors are left around, the, the, everything just stops, and this clock starts tipping, ticking, and the voice goes, welcome to the werewolf break. Who do you think is the werewolf? Is it this person? That? <laughs> and then the movie picks back up, and it's got one of the best endings in a movie ever. I, I think the best ending to a movie in the history of existence is the end of The Thing, John Carpenter's oh, The yeah, Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a very close second to it. Oh. Uh, I just love it. But, yeah, so you should guys have, like, a werewolf break. You know, where you're just in the middle of the action, then everyone just freezes, and Joey comes out. Who do you think did it? <laughs> yeah, actually, be Joey. Yeah. You in the front row. Who? <laughs> well, we're we're having a little twist at the end. You know, at the end, you know. She's, no one's dead. She's supposed to. They got boo boos. No one's dead, and uh, we have a little twist at the very end. Okay. It's totally different than the play. Now, here's the problem with this: is your show 
runs the exact same time as mine does. Yes. And I actually... And exactly the same time for the Crichton Theater for In the Woods. Right, but the woods. who cares about them? I, I can't come see your show because I'm actually running a weekend longer than you are. Ooh. So I can't come see it. So off the air, I'm going to like grill you for information. I want to. I want details because I love this. But we do have... If you haven't been listening, we are talking to Rick, the reluctant cowboy here from Afternoons with Lone Star. Awesome guy. Thank he's, you. He's playing... Uh, in one of the roles of, and then there were none, Agatha Christie's, and then there were none, a.k.a. Ten Little Indians, a.k.a. something else that we can't see on the air. No. And uh, happening starting tonight for the next three weekends at the Owen Theater, Players Theater Company's putting on the Owen. Then behind us at the Crichton Theater is, uh, they're putting on Into the Woods. It's a Stephen Sondheim musical. It's just, it's fairy tales on acid is the best way to put pretty it. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. It is family-oriented. They've got a couple cows there that are looking real oh, so weird. Like, so it's family-oriented, yeah. but it's not a kid's show. No. But it's got the thing, like, the issues with there being two Prince Charmings. Because mm-hmm. Cinderella has one and Snow White has one, but they're brothers. So, the, you know, one of them is like a real poopy head. It, it's, it, it's an it's unusual long. thing. Yeah, it's, it's long, long. too. It is not a short, no. short play. And then, of course, we have 12 Angry Men at Stageworks starring yours truly. Maybe, Dick, we can get you on stage sometime. I've been trying. I know, me too. I've been trying. He kind of refuses. Well, you know, I'm directing Happy Days, and he mm. does have that Richie Cunningham look. He does, to doesn't him, he? Doesn't he? Nah. Just dab some nah, freckles nah, nah. on his on his cheeks. And... Look like Opie? No. Nah. <laughs> you, you do. I'll be like a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, we'll rob you. Yeah. you got to grow a mustache for that, though. Yeah, good luck with that. We'll put a fake one on. Okay. Oh, oh, you're talking pizza delivery guy from the from the late night Showtime movie. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The oh, pizza delivery oh, movies oh, that we oh. like to watch. Hey. Bow, bow. <laughs> but cool. All right. So, Rick, have you yes. uh, registered to vote? Yes, I have. Are you gonna vote? Yes, I am. How many times? Three times, as many as, as I can. As many as possible. That's as many right. as, as, many as, as can. you can get away with. Yeah, that's right. No, only once. Yeah. Nah, vote early, vote uh, often. That's what I say. There you go. Now, uh, are you planning on early voting or? Uh, no, uh, Sherry has to early vote mm-hmm. because she's going away for her Austin big thing. But uh, no, I'm going to vote on time, and and uh, I, it's really a tough one because I'm a registered Republican and I'm a very, very liberal Republican, and there isn't such a thing. But there I, is, and or I'm you're, a you're, very you're whoever conservative you Democrat. Be. Thank you. Yeah. Well, interesting. Like you. we we have a uh, um, you don't down ticket. Though. No, we have no, a candidate. I, not all. I don't go straight ticket. I don't. Oh, yeah, right. Do and it. this is actually the last time in Texas you can vote straight ticket. They, really? They've gotten rid of that. So I, I've never voted straight ticket, but if you are that, this is the last time henceforth you got to choose each person. But just to go back to what you just said, like we have a candidate who who comes in every now and then and, and mm-hmm. talks, and, and he and I talk on the air and off the air. And though he's a Democrat, he's very fiscally conservative. Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about, you know, we're kind of not that dissimilar. And I, I think... A lot of the schism is, is is manufactured. I think there are many of us who, yeah, because I'm Republican and I, I want to balance budget, does not make me a homophobic, racist, no, misogynist. No. And we are getting tired of hearing that, much like you can be socially liberal but not be a pinko commie terrorist, you know, and I think yeah. more and more of us no, are meeting more in the pinko middle. To- you're a pinko communist. Well, you're, you're, where, are you, where are you at? You're in Conroe. This is Redneck City. You know, is I, it? I, I, gotta, I don't think it is at all. It, 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 I, I got to yeah. say, it's busting out of the cliche. I, okay. I, I really okay. do. The, the simple fact that there are some Democrats actually mounting some serious challenges and and acting as if, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this where it doesn't come out sounding wrong. These are races that are actually being contested. It's not just a stuff shirt, Good. an empty shirt, you know, ah, we're going to throw a Democrat we just need to steal that. some votes. 
we is need to actually that. have to force conversation. And that's why when I go to early voting, I'll nail each candidate. I don't care what party you're with. I don't care if you're Green Party, Tea Party, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Nader, whoever you are. I will listen to what you have to say and, and, <coughs> and vote accordingly. So I, I'm hyped up for it on this Good. one. And, yeah, as a registered Republican, too, there's no way I'm voting straight ticket uh, yeah. on this one. I, we, we vote for I do who we the, think is I the best. I do the eeny, meeny, miny, mile. Hey, you know what? If it works for you, go for That's it. Right. You know, close your eyes and point. But we are, Dick's learning more and more each day. We had Melissa Miller in earlier. You I know. Hear? I'm going to be dealing with her once I get my process server uh, license. That's right. I heard about that. So you, your, your fingerprints are off to the FBI yeah. database. Yeah. You make sure you're not yeah. secretly, uh, you know, terrorists. Yeah. yeah I'm not the, the Waco fanatic. So you're the guy who will come up and be like, are you John? Yes. Are like, you, you, you been served? No, you can't say that. Are you practicing on Bob Smith? Is that you? Who are you? You, you don't recognize me? I'm Rick, and I'm serving you. <laughs> can't say that, but you can say. What do you, you say? Well, you can't say you're being served or you're you're. I'm serving you. you just said I have papers for you to sign, and and if you don't want to, that's fine. But you can actually, if you and the person that backs off doesn't want them, you can have a contact eye contact with them and say, hey, this, these are your papers. I'm putting them right here on the ground between us. They're yours now. And walk away. They've okay. been served. You got to answer me something because I've seen many a process server. So in my why day. in the shows they do that? That's TV for you. Because the same when you can put on a, a suppressor and it suddenly cuts out everything that a gun produces. Yeah. I don't know. I've shot a gun with a certain kind of suppressor where it sounds like pop. Like, yeah, but it's the, not a silence. The actual no. impact is louder than the gunshot. Right. Yeah. But you got to answer this for me. I've seen process servers and like they have the clipboard and there's always, always a dollar bill. Yes. Clipped up on the, yes. on the clipboard. What? Yes. what? Because if they're being served for, um, uh, let's say, I want information from your company, and you're an officer of a company, uh, and I need you to produce paperwork. It For each piece of paper that I want will cost a dollar. So I'll, if you're being served, there's the dollar. It's there. Interesting. I always wondered that. I That's always thought I'd seen dollar bills clipboarded yeah. to the... Yeah. Because they will be, they will pay for. You have to pay for uh, an officer of the company to re, to get papers from them. Very fast. See, I learned something new today. Fifty three. It took me fifty three years to get this answer. Thank you, Rick Seller. Not a problem. Not awesome. A problem. So, so that was so one of the glad. questions I got right on my test. So I, <laughs> I know that. Well, so <laughs> Rick Sellers serving papers near you soon, right? Mm. How much longer do you think it's going to take? About a, uh, another fifteen days. Okay. So question. Let's let's say Dick's name comes up. You got to serve him like really bad papers. I can't. I won't do that. Do you, does the process server get the choice of saying, mm-hmm. I can't? Ah, mm-hmm. oh, cool. So I'm, I'm covered. You serve me, man. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I double dog dare you. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. So. Sooner or later. You're, you at go. least you're gentle. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back with Rick Sellers. He's an actor, and he's in a play that's going on this weekend at the Owen Theater in downtown Conroe, Texas. We'll be right back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936 936- Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Hello, welcome back. 1041 on the dot. Good morning. We're going to our studios with Dick and Skippy here, along with special, special guest, Rick, the Reluctant Cowboy. Still giving away those tickets, folks, for the Conroe Bull Mania happening Saturday at 8 p.m. at the Lone Star Expo Center. Bull! If you want to see some bull riding, we got two tickets, two pairs of tickets, so four tickets total. All you got to do is just message us on Facebook and just say, I want those tickets. Get your bull shenanigans going here. Sponsored by DeMontron Auto Group. Yeah. There you go. But, uh... Yeah, let's update some people. It is 1042, so we got to be wrapping up the show pretty soon. We are going to be making some moves in the next couple weeks for for a new studio here at Lone Star. So uh, we will be temporarily off for a bit, and then we're going to move on. We'll be back Monday on air at a new location, our temporary location for Mornings of Lone Star. And so we're still on, on target and all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, I can't get Rick on. (laughs) 
No. Uh, there's some. There's some. Uh, People are going to be hurting them for their classic rock. So. I'm telling you. You know, I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, just I'm put trying on, to figure it out. Just it was, put on Dark Side I, of the Moon he, he on knows, repeat. It's kind of spontaneously put on me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to figure things out under 24 hours. Like, oh, Just okay. found out this morning, right? So, no, I found out yesterday. Yesterday. But then it was like, we're, basically I had to problem solve the people who were like the talk shows and stuff and the video equipment and all that stuff. And then... Finally, the uh, city was nice enough to let us use one of their rooms. It has good internet connections, stuff like that. Oh, that's very nice of them. So, and then, uh, yeah, so. But next time, I think it should be done by the first week in uh, November. So we'll have cool. a new studio here. We'll have Studio A and Studio B. We're on. Alpha and beta. So those who are listening are interested in starting a show with us, now is the time to get it going because we basically can do a show all day, every day. So. Kill. And, not, and not bother the DJs. Yeah, the music so DJs. Rick can do Rick. Yeah. But so there you go. There you go. That's there we it. are. There you go, Born. So, uh, well, you know, next week I'm going to be on an airplane, and i got to watch out because there's a Southwest flight 859 going from L.A. to Dallas the other day, and I had to make an emergency landing in Albuquerque because apparently there's a male passenger who uh, just wanted to play footsie with his female seat mate. And uh, so I read the headline. It's like, okay, they're diverted to playing because he's playing footsie. But then I read, so he starts off with uh, putting his hand on her leg. And she's like, please move. Please, please don't. And then she complains because he starts playing footsie with her and getting more aggressive. And they, so uh, passengers say that when the flight attendant came up and asked the guy to stop, he went from, quote, he went from zero to 60 in like two seconds, started ranting and raving and threatening, saying you're, you're messing with the wrong person and stuff. So... Um, they're trying to get him to calm down. All of a sudden, over the PA system, you hear, Man, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be uh, diverting to Albuquerque International Airport now. Yeah, got him off the plane. So I'd just like to know, what made him think that he could do that to a complete ah, Well, apparently, as he's talking to people, he, he did finally admit that he'd been jacked up on methamphetamines for a while and, in fact, had OD'd on heroin just Saturday, you know, just a few days beforehand. So, uh... I say we just let him off. He, he didn't know. He's just misunderstood. He didn't know what he was. No! He messed with hundreds of people on an airplane. You need to go to jail for that, sir. You're a poopy head. I agree. Yeah. There you go. But Albuquerque's not all that fun. I've I, been there. I love Albuquerque, <laughs> man. I got family uh, there. But I'm telling you, you know, flying became a lot more dangerous ever since they stopped letting you smoke on board the airplanes. Mm-hmm. No, nothing ever happened except, you know, take this plane to Cuba, you know, the Cuban skyjackings of the 70s. But beyond that, we just hit 20,000 feet. And we, all the smokers would be watching for the boom, the, the, the smoking sign to go off. And just you could hear 50 Zippos just right off the bat. And just that haze hitting the whole cab. And it's like, you know what? It's going to go through filters. It's okay. <laughs> and, you know, you're, those of you flying coach in the back, it won't well, reach would, you. Would you say that whole transition of smoking to not smoking happened pretty fast? It wasn't like a oh, subtle. Yeah, it, it was relatively quick, but because the, the completeness of it. I remember, like, it would be one day I went to, like, a house of pies, for instance, in Houston, and most of it was smoking except the back left corner was non-smoking, but there's literally nothing stopping, yeah. you know, no walls or anything, but that was just the non-smoking section. And then, like, went there on a Tuesday, and then on, went there on the Wednesday, and it was like, oh, no, you can't smoke here anymore. Oh, first it was, that's the smoking area. Right. They, they reversed everything, and then a couple of months after that, it was no more smoking. And I, I used to work at Transco Tower, and we'd smoke as we walked through the lobbies until you got the elevator. 
Mm-hmm. And if you hop in the elevator by yourself, you just, you know, hope no one else hopped on. You cup the cigarette to keep the smoke from going. It was a totally smoking society. Uh, you know, schools had smoking areas in the high schools. Yeah. And then, well, for the teachers, anyway. But the, well, kids no, had, the kids had their own other places. Well, no, in, in Japan, at the, at the high school, uh, based in Japan, the kids had, the seniors, juniors and seniors so had cool. a smoking area outside. Oh, so cool. Well, see, during the play, you know, we have a lot of smokers in the play, and they all go outside, and I don't smoke anymore, so I go out and hang with cool kids that smoke. So, that's yeah, it's me. I, I quit 15 years ago, but I still mm-hmm. love. Like, well, you can still smoke yeah. in the yeah. bars here, and that's the only thing yeah. I hate. I uh, hate going to I a bar because like I just smell. But no, it's because you have to be like you've go to Wolfie's. My mom loves to go to Wolfie's because you can't. One of the few places you can still smoke, but no, it's either in the go bar to every area. place in spring or in spring, and also more and here. more of them are going away. Yeah. Well, you can't smoke here at the corner pub. You can't smoke in a restaurant down here at the, at the Red Brick. You can't. And everything's all and outside. if you step outside, you got to be 20 or 25 20, feet away. Right, from the front door. But, yeah, it's well, uh, One the, thing the, I want to say is congratulations to Misty for winning the tickets. Misty. Misty won the no, tickets. No, listener yeah. Misty. Awesome. Yeah. little housewarming gift there. We still, got, we still got two tickets, though, folks, for the 2018 Conroe Bowl. Up bowl, like bowl riding, not bowling. Uh, Lone Star Expo Center this weekend on Saturday, starting at 8 p.m. Wait, we should have bowl mania. I do every that's, Thursday. That's where you just throw overhand <laughs> at each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dodgeball. Yeah. With a bowling ball. Yeah. You get hit, you're out, period. <laughs> <laughs> you are out. It's like rollerball. Oh, man. You know a movie I saw recently that I kind of enjoyed was uh, a movie called Game Night. I've heard of it, but it, it was it was pretty ridiculous. But it had uh, some real funny moments. Basically, do you know the premise of it? No, I'm thinking of a, date night with well, Tina Fey. Yeah, there's a couple who loves doing uh, game nights, and then basically one of the main characters' brother comes into town, and he's a rich, highly successful polar kind of like the the envious brother kind of thing that you're envious of. Well, anyway, he ch- he invites everyone over to his house because he bought this huge mansion. And, and basically, he goes, we're changing up game night. He does a kidnapping scenario, and you're, everyone's got to get clues. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out someone really gets kidnapped. So where everyone's thinking, like, oh, it's just a normal, this is part of the clue game. You know, you put, you hire a service to okay. make this game for you. And then they start realizing that, oh, these are real people. And there's it's one of those weird, wacky movies. Sounds like, like a comedy version of uh, the Michael, uh, the game, the Michael Douglas. Yeah. Which is actually based on a real game. Do you know that? That no. there was this real immersive game for millionaires like bill gates played you know you know a lot of, and w- where it cost like a million dollars to play in it but they like totally jack with your life and make it real that's and i remember sean penn was in that movie too wasn't yeah he was yeah. in it michael douglas um so you had that one i remember there was a uh an online game that you bought the discs and stuff it was called majestic and it was in the early to late 90s early 2000s and what it was is you signed up for it and it was immersive. It was like a, a conspiracy thriller thing that as you got closer, they would actually call your number. You'd leave your phone number and they would call with, with this is agent such and such. No and as you get near the end, no. you know, it gets, got more and more real. They send you like the real CIA website to find clues and stuff. And I didn't tell my wife this. And so near the end, you start getting these calls where they're threatening your life. You're getting too close, back off. Um, well, she picked up the phone one time. So she's hearing this this voice <laughs> All right, you're getting too close. And had a total meltdown. So I, I, I never finished the game. I had to stop playing that day. Aww. I missed that game. That was a good game. Aww. Majestic. There you go. That's so what the, I uh, okay. Dennis just won the other tickets. Dennis. Dennis he, O'Connor. 
he has a show tomorrow night. How can he go? So it's not may, all day may, long, isn't it? Maybe he wants to uh, give he, it to somebody he's else. Scalp him. I don't know. Yeah, he's got to scalp him. He won a fair and square. I'm yeah, not going to argue with that. No kidding. You I, did, hey, I did my duty, there which was like, get rid of him. <laughs> give him away. Takes that duty. Duty. <laughs> hey, yeah, dramatic, dramatic effect right there. I didn't even notice. Yeah. I threw the tickets. It, like, it worked great. Yeah, look. I mean, good. I'm trying. I'm trying. All right, so it's not. It's 51, 52 ish. Uh, Let's ish. tell people about the show. So Rick is in, and Agatha Christie's, and then there were none being put on by the Players Theater Starting Company. Starting tonight, the o- opening Owen night, Starting best tonight. night to go because they screw up the most. The most. Gotta well, look and go to opening night and go to closing night. You see the difference. Total difference. So yeah, yeah it's like a wild, well-oiled machine. Right mm-hmm. there. there you go. So uh, you'll see Rick and, and Wisner Dennis. Yeah, me and Twelve Angry Men at Stageworks Theater, which is uh, okay. basically two forty nine and Grant Road. Mm-hmm. And uh, the curtain there is 7.30. Yeah, I know it's 8, it's eight, eight. o'clock uh, here. Most, most curtain times are 8. But at Sageworks, they just like to make it 7.30 for some reason. And then, of course, also opening a, a play that none of us are in, but we'll talk about it anyways, that the uh, stage right players are doing at the Crichton Theater. Stephen Sondheim's Into the Woods. Well, folks, you want to say thanks for tuning in today. And thanks to, to, thank you to Melissa Miller coming in. She's running for district clerk. If you're just now joining us, folks, uh, we'll be back Monday. Uh, we're looking for guests. Just reach out to us, irlunster.com slash MWLS. So if you want to be a guest, let us know. We have plenty of time slots open. We do have some stuff. We had Jay Stilber coming in next week, so we have a question for a person running for county judge. We're looking for more politicians, so if you have a buddy or a lady or whoever running for something, let us know. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, Conroe Coffee, and, of course, Jay Silver for county judge. We'll be back next week in a new studio. We are going to be closing down, so there might be some uh, hiccups throughout the weekend with the station, so don't be alarmed. But you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio here on IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and Facebook Live. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys later. Hey,